Hello, this is the Fatigue Podcast. I'm your host, Kate O'Reardon. I'm a nutritional therapist and chronic fatigue recoverer. So my mission is to help women with fatigue, brain fog and bloating to have more energy to do the things they enjoy and get things done. If you're looking to feel energised and normal again, then you're in the right place. So my goal with this podcast is to share my story of how I recovered from chronic fatigue syndrome, share others' inspiring stories, and share useful nutrition tips on how to have more energy. Welcome to the Fatigue Podcast. Hello everyone and today I'm going to be speaking about um, how hormone imbalance can cause fatigue. <laughs> so hormone imbalance is a common issue that I see in women uh, who work with me on my program. So let's start with so what, what are hormones actually? So, I mean, hormones are chemical messengers which travel through the bloodstream and they target specific sort of tissues or organs in the body. And there are sort of eight major glands throughout the body um, which make up the endocrine, the hormone system. And they have 20 major hormones in the body. So hormones... They affect body processes throughout your body, including, you know, growth and development, metabolism, energy, digestion, breathing, blood circulation, you know, sexual function, reproduction, mood. So hormones, they they have sort of specific receptors that they bind to in the body to, to give a specific action in the body. And um, for instance, you've got, you know, adrenal glands, you've got your pancreas, ovaries, thyroid, pituitary glands, testes. So there's, there's so many sort of glands that hormones can affect. So, but yeah, so what when you're listening to this today, you're going to discover just how powerful hormones can be in affecting your energy levels. So, I mean, common sort of hormone disorders that I see in my practice are underactive thyroid, uh, you know, type 2 diabetes. They're sort of very common ones. Also things like uh, PMS. Um, you know, um, hormone imbalance during menopause. So, I mean, for instance, with um, underactive thyroid, which is very common, this is when, for some reason, your thyroid stops producing enough uh, thyroid hormone, and your thyroid can govern your energy and metabolism and weight and mood. So, I mean, symptoms of this could be fatigue, depression, 
you know, feeling cold, headaches, constipation, arthritis, uh, goiter, you know, dry skin. So, so yeah, that's that's a very common one. And with your thyroid, it can be triggered by that autoimmunity, which I spoke to you about in my last podcast episode last week. So if you haven't listened to that, go and check that out because that's really helpful in sort of explaining about what can happen with the thyroid. And I mean, and also other other hormones as well as thyroid hormone, you've got estrogen, which you know, estrogen in your body. So this, this main role is to increase the growth of cells in places where there are estrogen receptors. And I mean, all of the hormones are actually made from cholesterol. So this includes, you know, cholesterol is the starting block that makes, you know, cortisol, which is a stress hormone, progesterone, estrogen, the testosterone, and so that's why you never want to sort of cut out cholesterol because it's actually the starting molecule to making hormones. But obviously, if you have high cholesterol levels, you need to sort of manage that and reduce it. But you don't want to, you know, cut it out completely. So with estrogen, so this sort of, you know, it helps you to, helps women, you know, to, to sort of, it boosts your mood, it helps you, you know, feel good, be productive and feel energised, which is why, you know, in menopause, it can be an issue when, you know, your estrogen levels drop and your ovaries stop producing estrogen and um, your your adrenal glands actually do produce some estrogen even when your uh, ovaries stop. So that's why it's important to support your adrenal glands sort of when you're going through menopause and in the menopausal age. So, I mean, menopause, this is a time when your menstruation ceases and it's a natural part of life for women. And it's you know, normally the whole menopause can last around seven years. So in terms of ages, so perimenopause starts sort of between the ages of 45 to 50. Obviously, there can it can start earlier or later, but that's sort of the most common age range when hormonal changes start to occur and, you know, you get less frequent periods. Then menopause tends to happen around you know, between the age of 50 to 52, this is when your periods stop completely. And then postmenopause is from the generally from the age of 55 onwards, when, you know, no more periods occur at all, not even spotting or anything. So yeah, I mean, with a lot of women I speak to, uh, these menopausal symptoms can you know be very destructive to sleep and to their energy levels and mood um particularly you know women who suffer from like hot flashes and night sweats which 
can be caused by low estrogen or fluctuating estrogen levels. So with menopause, you can get, you know, lethargy, lack of concentration, irritability, aggressiveness, depression, mood swings, anxiety or memory problems. You can also get decreased libido, increased urgency and frequency of urination. Uh, you know, you can get joint related aches and pains due to decreasing muscle strength and ligament attachment. You can also get vaginal dryness, pain on intercourse and atrophy of breasts as well. So there's a lot of symptoms which can lead to fatigue there. So, and with, um, I mean, and also with the estrogen, you have progesterone as well, which can gradually start to, to decline. And progesterone tends to peak, you know, after so you have all that in your period cycle you have ovulation where your estrogen level peaks and then you know when you're in the week after that your progesterone level peaks to sort of maintain the lining of the womb and then it sort of drops when you begin menstruating both the estrogen and progesterone but yeah they both decline gradually um when you have menopause and so, yeah, this can affect your mood and your energy levels as well. So, obviously, you can, you can, you know, support your hormone levels through diet, um, herbs and supplements. Um, obviously, you can, there's, you can go down the medical route as well in menopause with HRT. But, you know, there can be side effects of that and it's not for everyone. But definitely consult with your doctor about that. So, yeah, that's overview of the female hormones. Well, obviously, you, you, we have testosterone as well. Um, women do sort of manufacture testosterone in obviously smaller levels than men. And, you know, after menopause, approximately 35% of females have reduced sexual desire due to cessation of testosterone production by the ovaries. But the other 45% manufacture enough testosterone in their adrenal glands to sustain their sexual desire. So, yeah, again, another reason so important to support your adrenal glands uh, when you're sort of getting to that period in your 40s and 50s. And work on, you know, things like that can help the adrenal glands, like reducing stress, relaxation techniques supporting adrenals with nutrients so yeah that's the the sort of female hormones and then obviously i did mention your adrenals so they produce um cortisol which helps it can help give you sort of short-term energy boosts and sort of it basically peaks in the morning, helps you get up in the morning and get going. And then it gradually decreases throughout the day. And when you get to the evening, it it's very low, which helps you to fall asleep. But obviously that cycle can get disrupted if you know you're overproducing too much cortisol due to being very stressed all the time. You can, you can get very high levels even at night and find it hard to sleep. Uh, and eventually that, that they, these levels can crash. And 
then this this is where you stroke your adrenal glands are struggling to produce cortisol and you have a complete crash where you find it hard to get out of bed you just have no energy tired all the time so it's important to watch your adrenals and you can get tested for them i offer testing for uh for your adrenal uh, gland you know cortisol levels dhea and also the, um, for the Dutch test, which is a good test to do for if you suspect you have, you know, hormone imbalance in peri or menopause, and um, just to see what's happening with your hormone levels and how we can support them. And then you've got um, your your insulin. So your pancreas produces insulin, which helps manage your blood sugar level. So blood sugar imbalance is probably the most common uh, hormone imbalance I see in my practice with my clients because, I mean, although most people I see they don't have diabetes, they do have um, a blood sugar imbalance. So this, this can be caused when, for instance, if you're eating a lot of sugary feeds, your pancreas sort of struggling it has to produce a lot of insulin to get your blood sugar level down and this is obviously over time could lead to diabetes if your pancreas is struggling to produce enough estrogen and stops that's type 2 diabetes and also type 1 diabetes is the autoimmune type which you can get at a younger age which is where your immune system attacks your uh, pancreas and damages it so it can't produce enough insulin and that's when you need insulin injections uh, so again if you haven't listened to my autoimmune uh, podcast that I did last week uh, have a listen of that that explains a bit more about that but w- with blood sugar imbalance um, so when you eat something you know sweet sugary foods your blood sugar's bikes and then you get it sort of crashes quite quickly afterwards because sugar is converted into you know stored body fat quite sort of quickly unless it's sort of burned off during exercise and obviously this can lead to weight gain as well but then you get sort of an energy crash afterwards which can lead to third the sugar cravings and sort of a roller coaster of craving sugar eating sugar blood sugar spike and then crash and that can go on for some people throughout the day, leading to sort of unstable energy levels, energy spikes and crashes. But what we really want is to get you to have stable energy levels throughout the day. And you can do this by, you know, altering um, sort of the proportions of macronutrients of what you're eating and the timings of what you're eating as well. So... For instance, I had a client called Liz who was, you know, she was struggling with sort of being overweight and having poor sleep and she had sugar cravings and sort of was comfort eating sugary sweet snacks. So so what we did, so I'll tell you what we did um on on the plan I wrote for her is what what we did is we looked at her eating times, making sure she was eating at regular intervals and also working on, you know, increasing protein in her diet as well, which can help to, to balance blood sugar level. 
and sort of after working on this for uh, for for three months, we worked together. She she started sort of losing some weight, and her sleep was better, and she no longer had sugar cravings. She no longer had that urge to comfort eat, like when she'd have one piece of cake and just feel like she couldn't control herself and had to keep eating it. That had eased and she just felt satisfied and she she had more energy. She felt energized and vibrant, was getting better sleep and just feeling more optimistic. And, you know, she felt like she could now go to the gym and she had the energy as well as, you know, going swimming and cycling again. And she's had those tools that she needed to manage her energy in the long term uh, with the plan I wrote her. So as you can see, I mean, I'm sure as you're listening to this podcast, you're realizing just how powerful nutrition can be for balancing your hormones and increasing your energy levels and losing weight. So, I mean, if if this is something that, that you can relate to and if you're thinking, oh, this sounds like me, this is, you know, something that I'm struggling with, then... Um, I'll put a link below, you know, to book a three thirty-minute call when we can have a chat, you know, personalized to you about what you're going through, about what, you know, you you need, and I can give you some sort of personalized next steps and what what you need to, to do. And obviously, I do offer a step-by-step program as well that that can help you to you know, to really get your energy back and maintain it, as well as sorting out other symptoms like low mood, you know, if you want to lose weight, or bloating and gut health, IBS, there's so many things I could help you with. So, but anyway, yeah, going, so going back to hormones, I hope that's, you know, given you um, I hope that's been very interesting for you to learn about, you know, the different types of hormones and how they can affect your energy levels and lead to low energy and sort of giving you an idea of what you may be able to do to start feeling better. So, yeah, thanks so much for, for listening, everyone. And I'll be back again next week with a, another podcast episode on you know more sort of nutrition tips for fatigue so do stay tuned do hit subscribe so you get you know notified of the latest um, episodes when they come through and do share this with your friends and people you think it may help you with or you know if you have your own clients So, yeah, wherever you are in the world, have a lovely day and evening. And I will speak to you again soon, my lovelies. Okay, take care. Bye for now.